Welcome to the Mass Device Fast 5 MedTech News Podcast, a show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have an update to that European Commission investigation that we mentioned last week, and Sean even has some news about his hometown. So, Sean, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, well, today we'll talk about QT Medical raising some money for an ECG device, Onward announcing the first implant of its spinal cord stimulator with brain-computer interface technology, Boston Scientific won an FDA nod for its intravascular ultrasound system, the NIH named Boston as its catalyst hub, and Edwards was revealed to be the mystery company that could be under investigation by the European Commission. What's the first thing that we should know for today? The first thing is that QT Medical News, they raised $12 million in a Series B funding round for their ECG device. Convenient handheld ECG device with a number of uses seems like a very cool new innovation. So what is this ECG device? It's the company's flagship product, the Personal Cardiac Assistant, or PCA 500. It's a hospital-grade resting 12-lead ECG device with both FDA clearance and CE mark. Company designed the wireless digital cloud managed device for convenience with a small size. It's only 2.3 ounces in weight and measures less than three square inches in size. Companies said it's smaller than a deck of cards and fits in a shirt pocket or a mailing envelope. And it also connects with phones and tablets for through applications of that nature. Interesting. How does it work? So it's a proprietary single use self adhesive sensor designed to replace traditional electrodes and wires. Current uses include commercial flights for in-flight medical ex- emergencies and in schools for student-athlete risks of sudden cardiac arrest. It could also be used in clinical trials for cardiac safety testing in a range of healthcare settings, including the home. So it is a general, you know, it works in different ways, but it's a general ECG device, but it seems like it's got a real versatility to its uses. So a Series B fundraising is obviously a big deal for a company. How optimistic are executives? Dr. Rui Kang Chang, CEO of QT Medical, said their vision is to improve heart health around the world by empowering people with new medical technologies that promote improved personalized care. Chang said the Series B funding will accelerate the company's progress towards this goal. Financing round is crucial to accelerate growth and develop long-term strategies. Now let's talk BCIs. Yeah, Onward announced its first in-human implant of stimulator with BCI. BCIs continue to boom. We obviously talk about them quite a bit. And here's another example of of what's going on in that space. So what does this stimulator do? Onward's ArcIM delivers targeted program therapy to the spinal cord to restore movement and other functions after spinal cord injury. Multiple feasibility studies have demonstrated restored mobility and stabilized blood pressure with the device. How does the BCI work? So the BCI works in tandem with that stimulator to capture the intention of a paralyzed individual to move their upper extremities. It uses AI to decode these thoughts and convert information into ArcIM therapy, stimulating the spine in a precise way to result in thought-driven movement. What do doctors and executives think about the success of the implant? Well, Dr. Jocelyn Block performed the two procedures referred to in the first in-human announcement at Centre Hospitalier Universitaire Vaudois in Lausanne, Switzerland. She said the implant procedures involving Onward ArcIM and Clinitech BCI went smoothly, and they're now working with the patient to use the cutting-edge technology to recover movement of the patient's arms, hands, and fingers. They look forward to sharing more information in due course. CEO Dave Marver said it's another impressive piece of research from the partners at NeuroRestore. They're excited to see how ArcIM therapy 
may restore upper extremity function after spinal cord injury, and they're eager to see how the addition of a brain-computer interface could augment the therapy. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Boston Scientific won FDA clearance for its intravascular ultrasound system. More good news for Boston Scientific. We've, we've covered them at length, it feels like, over the past few weeks, especially with various clinical studies, regulatory clearances, and their real bullish investor day last week. So the hits keep coming. So how does this intravascular ultrasound system work? It's a next generation system that provides that intravascular ultrasound or IVUS and fractional flow reserve or FFR. It uses advanced software and hardware to provide high quality vessel imaging and physiology experience. Systems uses include percutaneous coronary intervention procedures or PCI, which are a burgeoning space and something that, as I mentioned at that investor day, the company talked about how it's trying to grow in that sense. How does it assist clinicians and what are some of the key features that help it assist clinicians? So it helps to inform treatment decisions by enabling faster, more efficient procedures like angioplasties, atherectomies, all sorts of things for patients with coronary artery disease. Key features include AI software called automated lesion assessment, automating key procedural steps, providing precise vessel measurements. The system also reduces procedure time with more speed in acquiring IVUS images, and it provides enhanced guidance with physiology graph that provides roadmap to treat the disease coronary artery. As you mentioned, Boston Scientific has had a stellar past few weeks. What do executives think? Lance Bates, the president of Interventional Cardiology Therapies at Boston Scientific, said that coming on the heels of updated ACC guidelines recommending intracoronary imaging during PCIs, the company believes this enhanced automated tool will help physicians optimize these procedures to provide better outcomes for their patients with coronary artery disease. Now let's talk about Massachusetts. Yeah, the National Institutes for Health are set to locate ARPA-H's Catalyst Hub in Massachusetts. It's an agency for growth and medtech innovation. And as a Massachusetts native, it's great to see the state recognized for its innovative ecosystem. What will this initiative entail? So it formally launches ARPANET-H, a nationwide health innovation network comprised of three hubs across the U.S. The agency chose Hadley, Massachusetts-based VentureWell to run and manage the Massachusetts-based hub, and it'll focus on helping the agency navigate business and regulatory landscape and provide resources to bring ideas to market. So tell us a little bit about the Massachusetts hub. Well, it'll be located in the greater Boston area. That's all the details they gave. So quite a, a range of locations, I guess, that it could be. And supported by what they call spokes around the country. These spokes are partner organizations like hospitals, health centers, research and academic institutions, which obviously there are a wealth of those in the greater Boston area. And target areas for, de for developing solutions include diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia, and more. And then that partnership with VentureWell brings the state experience and partnerships with public and private institutions and solutions from the research lab to market through funding, training, mentorship, and network support. I saw in this announcement that the Massachusetts governor had some optimism about this announcement. Definitely. Maura Healy called it a huge win for the state, saying that it leverages the state's world-class life science ecosystem while building a national network of researchers and entrepreneurs to invest in meaningful solutions to the biggest healthcare challenges. She thanked the Biden administration for making critical funding available and the incredible federal delegation for their strong partnership throughout this process. What's the last thing that we should know for today? The last thing is finally that update on the EU investigation. The report from Reuters says that Edwards Life Sciences is cooperating with the European Union amid antitrust scrutiny. So we had that news last week that there was that scrutiny in Europe. 
we finally have confirmation that Edwards was the company under the magnifying glass, so to speak. So remind us what that European Commission said. The European Commission said last week that it had conducted a surprise inspection at an undisclosed medtech company, listing the company as active in the cardiovascular space, which is an area that Edwards operates. Obviously, we couldn't draw conclusions just from that. There were a number of companies that we could consider, but Reuters reported that Edwards confirmed itself as the company under scrutiny. It's one of the market leaders in replacement heart valves, including transcatheter aortic valve replacement, or TAVR, which is obviously a a hot space that continues to grow. The regulator, though, has concerns that Edwards may have violated EU antitrust rules that prohibit abuses of a dominant market position. And what was Edwards' response? Edwards' statement to Reuters said that it's cooperating with the European Commission and remains confident in its business practices. It offered no further comment, but the company told Reuters that it remains committed to healthy, fair competition. So there's still a lot to sort of unpack from this. And, you know, we'll definitely, as we said last week, when we didn't even know what the company was, we'll certainly be waiting to find out more as it comes. And that's all the news that we have for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all these insights and covering the news today. My pleasure, as always. Read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank you.